0: Welcome to the Artezo Podcast. Artizo is the Greek root word translated equip, which means to restore something to its proper use. It was used to describe a skilled artisan fully equipped to undertake a task. It's our hope that these five to seven minute snippets of story and scripture will, in some small way, encourage and provoke you to kingdom service. The most important doctrine to comprehend in Christian theology is the Trinity, that our one God is a community of three, Father, Son, and Spirit. All of theology hinges upon and flows from the Trinity. In fact, it's the Trinity that makes Christianity unique and sets it apart. During our last podcast, we answered the question, what was God doing before creation? This week, we'll wet our feet by exploring God's core identity, what defines God at the most basic level, and we don't begin with our own intellect, but instead examine the timeless words of scripture where God has revealed himself to us. We should begin any exploration of the Trinity with the fullest revelation of God, the Son of God, Jesus Christ. The fact that Jesus is the Son of God means he has a Father. And this is exactly what we discover when we examine the scriptures. Over and over again, God reveals himself as a father. However, many of us, including me, have a fair amount of baggage around the word father. So we must discern from the scriptures how God is a father. Well, in Exodus chapter 4, verse 22, in Jeremiah chapter 31, verse 9, the Lord calls Israel my firstborn son. Moses writes that God carries his people as a father carries his son in Deuteronomy chapter 1 verse 31 and disciplines them as a man disciplines his son in Deuteronomy chapter 8 verse 5. He goes on to say that God is their father, their creator, who made and formed them in Deuteronomy chapter 32 verse 6. King David writes in beautiful poetic form that the Lord is merciful and gracious, slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love. As high as the heavens are above the earth, so great is his steadfast love towards those who fear him. As far as the east is from the west, so far does he remove our transgressions from us. As a father shows compassion to his children, so the Lord shows compassion to those who fear him. Psalm 103 Verses 8 through 13. The prophet Isaiah prays, You, O Lord, are our Father. Our Redeemer of old is your name, in chapter 63, verse 16. And one chapter later, Isaiah utters, O Lord, you are our Father. We are the clay, and you are our potter. We are all the work of your hand, chapter 64, verse 8. In fact, one of the names of God in Hebrew is Abijah, which means the Lord is my father and though this is not exhaustive the Old Testament describes God as a father who creates and gives life protects and disciplines is slow to anger merciful and gracious compassionate and forgiving steadfast in his love he redeems and forgives the New Testament paints much the same picture of God as father but revealed through Jesus Christ Jesus repeatedly refers to God as the Father, my Father, and my Father in heaven. For example, in Matthew chapter 11 verse 27, Jesus says, "All things have been handed over to me by my Father, and no one knows the Son except the Father, and no one knows the Father except the Son and anyone to whom the Son chooses to reveal him." In Matthew chapter 7 verse 21, Jesus says, Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but the one who does the will of my father who is in heaven. In chapter 12, verse 50, Jesus says, whoever does the will of my father in heaven is my brother and sister and mother. In John chapter 20, verse 17, Jesus tells his disciples that he will return to my father and your father, to my God and your God. You see, God the Father can be relationally known. However, we come to know the Father through the Son who reveals him to us. And all who respond in obedience become part of God's family and enter the kingdom of heaven. Jesus' Father becomes our Father. Now, the relationship between the Father and Son is especially clarified in the Gospel of John. In fact, in the Gospel of John alone, Jesus calls God his Father 156 times. This relationship begins to be sketched out in the very first chapter. Beginning in verse 1, the beloved disciple writes, In the beginning was the Word, the Son, and the Word, the Son, was with God the Father, and the Word, the Son, was God. He, the Son, was in the beginning with God the Father. All things were made through him, the Son, and without him, the Son, was not anything made that was made. In him, the sun, was life, and the life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. Verse 9, the true light, the sun, which gives light to everyone, was coming into the world. He, the sun, was in the world, and the world was made through him, yet the world did not know him. He, the son came to his own and his own people did not receive him. But to all who did receive him, the son who believed in his name, he, the son gave the right to become children of God, the father who were born, not of blood, nor the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. Verse 14. And the word, the son became flesh. And dwelt among us and we have seen his glory glory as of the only son from the father full of grace and truth verse 16 for from his fullness the son we have all received grace upon grace for the law was given through Moses grace and truth came through Jesus Christ no one has ever seen God the Father the only God the Son who is at the father's side he the Son has made him the father known Jesus further describes his relational unity with the father in John chapter 10 beginning in verse 25 the works that I do in my father's name bear witness about me verse 27 my sheep hear my voice and I know them and they follow me I give them eternal life and they will never perish and no one will snatch them out of my hand my father Who has given them to me is greater than all and no one is able to snatch them out of the father's hand I and the father are one the Jews picked up stones again to stone him Jesus answered them I have shown you many good works from the father for which of them are you going to stone me the Jews answered him it is not for a good work that we are going to stone you but for blasphemy because you being a man make yourself God verse 37 if i'm not doing the works of my father then do not believe me but if i do them even though you do not believe me believe the works that you may know and understand that the father is in me and i am in the father john continues this line of thought in chapter 5 verse beginning in verse 16 the jews were persecuting jesus because he was doing these things on the sabbath but jesus answered them My father is working until now, and I am working. This was why the Jews were seeking all the more to kill him, because not only was he breaking the Sabbath, but he was even calling God his own father, making himself equal with God. So Jesus said to them, Truly, truly, I say to you, the son can do nothing of his own accord, but only what he sees the father doing. For whatever the father does that the son does likewise for the father loves the son and shows him all that he himself is doing and greater works than these will he the father show him the son so that you may marvel for as the father raises the dead and gives them life so also the son gives life to whom he will now turn in your bible to john chapter 14 beginning in verse 6 Jesus is the fullest revelation of the Father because the Son is in the Father by the Spirit and the Father is in the Son by the Spirit. The Father and Son exist in a diverse community as equals but are unequivocally one. As the author of Hebrews writes in chapter 1 verse 3, Jesus is the radiance of the glory of God and the exact imprint of his nature and he upholds the universe by the word of his power. Jesus is loved by the Father, speaks with the Father's authority, exacts the Father's will, and does the Father's works by the Spirit. He does nothing without the Father. If you want to know what the Father is like, simply look at the Son. Because, quite simply put, what you get in Jesus is what you get in God. And as we discovered together during our last podcast in our exploration of John chapter 17, before the world existed, before the foundation of the world, the father was eternally loving his son by the spirit and this eternal love produced a shared eternal glory. But this relational love and glory does not begin and end with the Trinity. Rather, the community of our one God generously shares their love and glory with us. You see, before all things, God was, is, and always will be an outgoing, life-giving, and loving Father with a Son who share love and glory with one another by the Spirit. And by this same Spirit, as Paul writes to the Roman and Galatian churches, we've been adopted into the family as sons and daughters through Jesus Christ and also call God our Father. This highlights why Jesus taught his disciples to pray. This week, we explored the core identity of God as a father with a son. During our next podcast, we will continue to explore the dynamic of the Trinity in creation.